Police Confessional. Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the Gamers Confessional. This is me, Vimesy, uh, and tonight with me it's just Clarky. That sounds so fucking happy. This is this is happy. This is happy. Um, we are very happy tonight because we miss Pet. Where's Pet? Where's Pet when we need him? We need yeah. Pet. Oh, all right, yeah. I really miss him. Yeah. I miss Pet. He might have something to talk about tonight rather than. Well, we haven't got anything to talk about tonight. This is becoming a bit of a, a bit of a routine, really. This is the problem when we start playing a game that we like, and then like there's nothing else to play. So, it, oh, it's it's going to go badly, Clarky. I can been, tell. Have you been carrying on with the Cusa? Not so much. I've only actually this week since we last recorded, I've had two nights of playing games. That's it. That's all I've had. So I haven't Jesus played any Yakuza. Um, all I've played is Sea of Thieves. That's it. Sea of Thieves. That's it. All I've done. Really? Did you play that with anyone? Nobody interesting. No, no one. Anybody out there no, would know. Nobody. Enough, nobody carry on. No, uh, nobody, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week. Nobody infamous or anything like that. No, nobody larger than life. Uh, no, of course I, I played oh, with yeah. you. We, yeah. we, got to, we actually played multiplayer for the first time in. Ooh, what year is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been a while. So, um, Clarky bravely took my advice, got himself a copy of. Well, he didn't get himself a copy of. You, you, what did you do? Game Pass trial. Game Pass trial on the PC. Two weeks Game Pass PC trial. And, um, yeah, how, how was that process for you as a PC gamer? It was relatively stress-free. Is Pet uh, going to find it relatively stress-free, do you think? I don't think he has a PC capable of running this. It was nice, uh, you know, it's kind of tempting to think, well, hold on, I might keep this game pass for a while. Cause, I mean, I haven't been playing multiplayer on the PS4 for ages, and I tend to pay for my thing monthly, so I might just bag it off until something good comes along and I can put that money into uh, into the Game Pass on the PC. It's not as uh, content heavy as the Xbox One but you know there's a few games on there I wouldn't mind giving a try. It's quite a, it's quite a good um, something State of Decay 2 I noticed you had that on your download queue. Yeah. Um, um, Halo Wars 2 as well. Yeah well, apart from apart from Halos. I mean, they, do, they do actually have some, some, some good some good games in the catalogue. And it does seem to be getting bigger, and it's, it's just exciting that all their sort—I of, was going to say all their first-party stuff—but you know, the one or two games that they've got in their first-party library are <laughs> going to be like day and date in Game Pass, which is just mental, really. So Fours of Fours can obviously be the next, I think, the next one that's coming out, day and date. So yeah, yeah it, it was nice as well because it was my uh, kind of my first experience with cross-platform play. That's right, because I was on the Xbox, um, Clark was on the PC. Which meant he loaded into everything at least twice as fast as I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, Vimes, where are you? Where are you? Oh, still, still loading. I've still got the screen up. Still loading. Yeah. Well, so I, was... well, I, well, I've already conquered the seven seas. Yeah. Yeah. Pr- pretty much was that. I nearly missed the boat. Put it that way. It was, um, yeah, it was a bit tragic. So, yeah. So, um, I talked a bit about it last week, Sea of Thieves, and um, my initial thoughts on it and how I, I sort of thought it was a a good game and that it kind of went through as a kind of uh, I don't know how to describe it really it's, it's not a time wasting game but it's just a nice place to be and a nice place to sort of pootle about in what, what, what did you? What were your sort of first impressions did you play it before I came online or did you was that your first I, I, taste I, I of did it? and I, I, I played it briefly before I kind of had a go with you and I just fell into that immediate trap of well it's a game in 2018 why, why aren't I being shown everything yeah, I mean, how much instruction did you get? I didn't even get any instruction on how to bloody move. There was actually, when you first come off the, the table, it says something like, I got a little pop-up saying left stick or right stick moves. That was basically all I got. Nice. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's, but that is it. So people who are sort of saying, you know, oh, um, uh, you know, this game doesn't teach you. It yeah. really teaches you nothing. Absolutely the, nothing. The stage I was at, like... I've been and collected a couple of missions off someone, but obviously because I didn't know you had to go to the table on the ship or 
anything like that. I, I, I looked at my missions and it, it has one sentence like, go and get some treasure. And I'm like, well, how the fuck does that help me? So I'd go straight onto the boat and look at the map and I'm like, what? What the fuck am I supposed to be doing? I know, and this is what I mean. I mean, I was I was lucky in the sense that I'd actually watched some videos before I even booted the game up, so I did my usual, you know, go to go to YouTube and type in beginners, sea thieves or whatever, and get stuff from like um, Arix or Eurogamer or something saying, you know, the ten things I wish I'd known before I started it. The ten things normally, how to get missions, how to launch missions, how to sail boat. I mean, that's. That's basically it. Oh, you don't boat. even get that because you get in the boat. It doesn't tell you you've got to raise the anchor. It doesn't no. tell you, you know, that you've got to adjust the sails, drop the sails. It doesn't tell you you've got to align them with the wind. Yeah. It doesn't tell you any of this stuff. It doesn't it, tell it, you you've got to load the cannonball into it the is, cannons. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is kind of generous with the achievements in that respect. Though. Oh, I pinged about sixty in the first half an hour. Yeah. So I, I'm just looking down at my phone and I've got this achievement unlocked, achievement unlocked. I'm like, wow, what, what have I done? What have I done? Nothing really. Something, something like grabbed the wheel or raised or lowered the anchor. Yeah, I, it's. I, I don't. I mean, that must be off putting. If I'd have gone into that game and I hadn't watched it like you did, I mean, what would you. I mean, you'd, you'd wander around and you'd see all these NPCs in their little houses. You'd go into shops and realise. You can't buy anything because you don't have any money. Well, certainly not enough to buy anything. Um, you know, it took it took me a couple of hours before I realised how to actually sort of equip my ship with something that I bought, or where do I? You know, I found. You know, it's just doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you that there are yeah. three factions. It doesn't tell you these are. You know, how to once you've got a mission, what do you do I, with it? Yeah, when I played it alone, I didn't even know how to sort of like take out my weapon so I went for a little sail on the boat but every time I came off the boat I'm just constantly stood there holding this fucking banana with no idea how to get rid of it <laughs> yeah bananas like your health item so it's like you, you eat bananas to recover your health and um, you know so you, you it's quite good because you basically you start off with everything you can get in the game you start off with you know so yeah. um, I don't think I don't think there's anything that you need to go and buy. You know, you can't say, "Oh, I really want to go and get a telescope." You've already got one. Yeah, it's you know? all it's all cosmetic, isn't it? Yeah, it's so all... you, you've got your basic kind of. You'll have your musical instruments, which is obviously the most important thing. So you've got your hurdy gurdy, your accordion, and your drum, which you you love my renditions of everything. Oh yeah, that. chasing me around playing your drum. Yeah, it's good. Um, You've got like your your bucket, your shovel, your banana, you've got your, your um uh what is it telescope. You've got your tankard so you can get some grog. I mean, yeah. but you've you've got everything, and the only thing you really buy is I want a prettier compass. Yeah, or I, I, want I, want, prettier... I want some dreadlocks or a better beard. Yeah, then obviously you've got your cosmetics like you can buy tattoo kits and and beards and hats and clothing and, and whatever else and that's that's but that and then obviously your ship accoutrement so you can buy you know new figureheads new sails new color schemes new paint jobs all that kind of stuff but there aren't that there's not a massive my, my, my only real problem with it is is it, it's something that i have absolutely no hankering to play on my own but if you were to if you know if you were to send me a message and say see if things would be like yeah yeah i'm on i'll be there in a second i quite, I quite liked just pooping I about did, I, I didn't like pooling on my own yeah, but you didn't enough. know what you were doing no at that i point. didn't but i find i find you know piloting the boat if you will to i just find it a fucking chore having to constantly get out you you've got to learn to sail mate you, you've got this thing where you, you, you basically clark whoa, gets on the whoa. boat waits for me to leave the wheel then jumps on the wheel and then Too won't right. get off I it. drive. And um, that, that leads to some interesting over-the-mic conversations, uh, to say the least. Who got, who got us out of that storm? Me. Uh, no, no. You, no, you no was, all you, you did was held the wheel straight while I adjusted everything and made no, sure we didn't no, no, sink. No, you, you, I you bailed were, out you were the all, You were all over the, the sails, tilted All them. over the shop. You just were, the boat was just spinning around in circles, so... I asked you to move aside. Spinning around in circles. Visibility practically zero, and there the I am. The compass spins around in circles when you exactly. get in a storm. 
because so you, the, you, you had us spinning in circles and I managed to keep us no, straight no, through I've that I've literally got us on the edge of the storm and you come up and I said, I'm just oh, going to no. reef everything and left the wheel and you jumped on it and went, no, you're going through. I'm like, you were, in the, you were literally on you the wheel for 10 the seconds. No, the compass goes doolally as soon as you get in a storm because as soon as you get in a storm, it starts playing with the wheel. So it, the rudder's basically just going all over the place. So you've yeah, got to so try and fight to keep it straight. Yeah, the compass so. is just going round and round on its axis so you don't know which way you're facing. That's it. For, for anyone who doesn't the know it. The boat wasn't spinning. Yeah, it was. You weren't looking at that map. <sighs> for, for anyone not in the know, the wheel, when, normally when you're not in a storm, you just turn it you just turn it where you want it to go and then just leave it. But when you're in a storm, it's kind of fighting back against you. And I thought that was quite... That was quite nice for fighting with the wheel to get us in the right yeah. direction. I mean, there's just so many nice little things I like. I mean, I like the fact that you can see these storms from way away. So the, I think the first island we went to, we sort of we we I was going to say parked up, but we'll talk about your parking later. Um, and we went off and we got our little chest and we got back on the boat and we could see this storm coming in. I don't think you'd been in a storm at that point. And I was like, shit, we got to go. we got to go now. we got to go now. And you're like, why? We used Galloway in a fucking storm. And we just, we managed to kind of, it was sweet because you just try and outrun this storm. Yeah. Um, and then later on, we actually got caught in one because we were trying to find safe haven. And this storm just basically kind of angled and cut us off. And when you go into a storm, so everything gets to get dark. Obviously, the sea gets rougher it starts raining and of course you're in a boat which is basically a cup floating on the water so it collects water so one of you should be bailing out but obviously one of us decided uh, they uh, forgotten uh, how uh, to uh, do uh, it yeah figured that skill out yeah a bucket um you know so you do have to do it but yeah the wheel starts spinning the compass goes mental you've got to try and reef the sail so it doesn't sort of you don't want the, you don't want the sails in full whack or anything like that when you're in the middle of a storm um, and it's just a beautiful kind of it's a really good aesthetic and it's pretty as all hell yeah I, I do like how you obviously have some sort of respect for me and think I'm a lot better than I actually am because he's he's there obviously I thinking I'm some sort that. of no you must do you, you were there shouting out nautical terms thinking oh Clark you must know everything there is to know about sailing so he's like you know hard to starboard and I'm like that's left and right by him am I going left or right going starboard you joined a game called Sea of Thieves. It's about pirates. You need left, to get this stuff down. Left, right. But which left? My left? Your left? The ship's left? I don't know. That's why you say starboard. If I'm still at the wheel, left is left. It used to be starboard and larboard. Oh, for God's sake. Just, just telling you, it's starboard and larboard, but they changed it to port. Because that's the side where... Because larboard used to be where you used to sort of put all the luggage and stuff. And you, that's where you board on the luggage. But then someone decided actually that's the bit that goes to port, so we'll just call it port. So that's why you got stubble. Anyway, um, enough about my Sea of Thieves research. Um, there was there were some nice emergent bits. There was there was a lovely pirate legend who greeted us as soon as we spawned, who just jumped all over our ship, didn't kill us, and then just wandered off and waved us goodbye. That was quite sweet. Yeah. We saw a massive galleon on on the sea as we were coming into port with all our treasure. And that led us to be a bit of a kind of like, oh, we don't want to mess with that. And then as soon as they turned towards us, Clark, oh, we've got to get up, we've got to leave, we've got to go, they're coming after us, Clark, they're coming after us. Mm-hmm. And we had to, you know, I had, to, quite I, had to, how I, remember. I had to stand there and captain the ship and say, calm it down first, mate, we'll be fine. Um, I think it was the other way around, wasn't it? Clarky's version of parking um, is put the nose into as much of the land as possible. Absolutely. So, you know, forgetting. Hey, I got the handbrake turn achievement. Why? Well, that first handbrake turn we managed to pull off. Why did you get it? Because you dropped the anchor or something. Yeah, it is me. It's me, but I can't get another achievement for it. No, it's good. It's good fun. Um, And it's it is once you know, you know, there's there's not that many elements into sort of sailing, but once you know them, it's like it's just fun to do them. Um, Well, you know, if they added a few things in, like when I get us to the island and obviously skillfully run us aground. It'd be <clears> nice if you nice if there was some sort of option to reverse your boat. Yeah. Was that the one where we all went off onto the island to go and get whatever it is? Has a little bit of a fight with a few skeletons and then turn around and realise this the ship is basically flooded and sinking. You've just got the nose pointing up out of the water. <laughs> we did. We literally turned round to go back to the go back to the ship with, with our treasure. And we turn around, we come around the headland, and we look at where our ship was, 
literally was and there's literally the nose just arcing up like titanic before it flumps down into the water <laughs> <laughs> disappears under the sh- under the sea but um yeah no lots of i, I think we're going to have fun with it. and if, if pet gets his ass into gear when he gets back i think that's going to be quite a good fun oh, it, it is it's really good isn't it uh, it's a bright and colorful game that doesn't seem to tax the old pc that hard which no may, i mean which I... makes one hope for uh, what was it you tweeted out afterwards I don't know. What did I tweet afterwards? Switch version of that would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Not with a Microsoft exclusive. I can't see it. Well, they are friends at the moment. They are very friendly. Well, I just thought I'd give it a try because on Switch that would be quite good fun. But, um, yeah, I I, I don't know. I had quite a lot of tweets afterwards from people sort of saying, oh, I've just started playing it again and oh, we should have to hook up. So I think it's one of those ones where um, if we're about, it might be good just to easily get a few people in on on a boat. Um, or a ship. Uh, I'm not sure how I do with people I know generally. Like, I'll probably end up having to walk the plank after five minutes. It's alright, we'll just vote you in the brig. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'd, we'd be absolutely fine. But it is, it's, it's, it's a good good fun game. With, with I think you, you know we just have to go off and make our own stories. I'm looking forward to the fact that the next update's going to bring in the AI ships, the cursed sails. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily mean you can you have to go out and fight other other pirates. So it means that you know, hopefully it's going to be some teaming up to take on some ships or whatever, or people might come to your rescue, or people might see you engage with a skeleton ship and then decide just to take you on as well and really stop yeah. you. Take whatever's left at the end of the battle. Absolutely. I mean, God knows. What, I mean, I would never do a thing like that, obviously. But, no, of course uh, not. No. But, um, yeah, we found a sunken wreck. We went diving for <laughs> diving for treasure. Oh, come um, on, what happened there? I died five times. Yes. Because. It's really hard swimming upside down. Because the, boat, oh, no, was ups- yeah, the yeah, boat was upside down. Yeah, I know, but you just get into the mentality of just doing the opposite of what you actually would do. If no, it was see, I even tried turning the controller upside down, and that didn't help at all. No, you didn't, did you? And then I just ran out of air and died five times. But, you know... I could swear you told me last week that you can breathe underwater. I did. I listened back to it. I listened back to to last week's podcast, and I thought you could, but obviously you you can't. You can hold your breath for quite a long time, apparently, but not long enough. Obviously, as anyone who's ever nearly drowned before knows, if if you're in a pinch, start eating bananas. Well, I tried that. It, It didn't work. No. I don't think it worked. It might have worked, but it didn't work. I still died. Oh dear. So yeah, but no. If, if nothing else, you know, the fact that we played for maybe a couple of hours and we've got this much to say about it, I think speaks speaks wonders for it. Um, no, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I look forward to playing it again. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully, Pet will get on board. Although uh, it is going to involve him spending money, so I wouldn't hold your breath. Well, I bought an Xbox for him, so if he can't afford to go yeah, and get himself a two-week free smegging trial, you know, he comes on here, all, all you know, I'm player, you know, love me everybody. Mm. He is literally as fucking tight as a mouse's ear. Unless it comes to sort of switch battery packs or yeah, it it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't throw coppers at a tram. No, pet. but but he would he would quite happily go and spend full price on a game that's going to get cut to half price the next day. Well, yeah, absolutely. As long as he got it from his beloved Amazon. Yeah, he'll throw his money at that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. Um, yeah, so Sea of Thieves. So it's a good game. I like it. Um, they're they're constantly putting in more more um, content, which is good. Um, it was interesting. I was reading a little bit about not the hi- I guess the history. It's only been out like three or four months or something. But it's interesting looking at some of the forums because a lot it seems to be what what happened in the beginning because there wasn't. It was a bit of a No Man's Sky thing, I think. There wasn't a lot of content at the beginning. Yeah. Because the developers were hoping that the community would make all their own emergent stories and stuff like that. But obviously what actually ended up happening was that as soon as a pirate saw another pirate, they just tried to shoot the shit out of each other. Yeah, exactly. So there was... Uh, no... I'm looking forward to broadsiding some ship. Yeah. But there was... Uh, so they just said, you know, it just turned into basically a battle royale where every, every, as soon as you saw another ship, you either ran away or you turned to fight. And there was no there was no real meaning for it. There was no need to... Do, you know, But that was just what you did because there was like yeah. almost nothing else to do. Right, let's go and kill each other. Um, <laughs> so they brought in um, these events and these quests. Like the, the... I think it was the Hungering Deep was the first one, which yeah. is the Megalodon one. And what that basically meant was it forced people to go... You had to basically go to a certain area of the map 
and use your horn there to kind of summon the megalodon but you had to take the megalodon on with other crew you wouldn't you wouldn't survive it apparently if you tried to do it on your own yeah um i don't exactly know how true but that's how the developers i'm sure people worked out ways of taking it down you know with only one ship or whatever now but back then so it actually forced people to cooperate more and since then most of the missions most of the, the sort of the the um the kind of dlc if you want to call it the the, the the events and stuff have all been about engaging with other teams and cooperating and doing stuff like that and apparently the seas have become much friendlier i mean oh, um, people don't tend to shoot first and ask later although i'm sure there's a lot of that still going on but um so hopefully it'll be, I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of We've got to play. I think the problem with this, and we, the thing we've got to get out of, is this party chat thing. We've got to go in with open mics more, so that we can actually talk to people and, yeah, you know, tell them ah <clears throat> a lot. Because I've got to practice. Arr, I've been practicing my pirate accent. Oh, um, absolutely! I downloaded some sea shanties. You did indeed actually do this, which scared me uh, quite a lot because I don't want to listen. It's people. just so I can sing to you and frighten you the next time I'm bravely piloting us through a storm. I shall wave my hurdy gurdy at you. <laughs> that's what I should have done while you were bravely pirating rather than sort of you know bailing out all the water patching up all the holes in the hull reefing the sails and turning them to the wind I should have just sat there playing the hurdy-gurdy <laughs> that would have been awesome Jesus so um, uh, that is literally all I've been playing so it, it begs me to ask you um, how's Octopath going? Oh, really good because I presume that's the only other thing you've been playing um, pretty much. I had a quick go on uh, Sonic Mania because they released uh, the DLC for that. that what is what, what is Sonic Mania? It's uh, Sonic Mania was made by I think a group of developers who were big fans of the old Mega Drive titles. Hmm. So graphically speaking, it looks like you know Sonic One, Two, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic Three. It doesn't. It doesn't add any of that 3D shit and everything that they added into the later games. So it's just the 2D. Yeah, and it, but it's optimized for the screen, so it's not like if you played Sonic One on a new console. It's all four by three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, it, it look it looks really good, and it's just it's like a remix of all the best bits in the game. So you've got, you know, you start off in Green Hill Zone, which everybody remembers, but it's kind of a remix on that. Um, you fight a boss at literally the end of every stage, so you're kind of surprised for the first for the first level is that you 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 you've, you're put up against the final boss from Sonic 2, the giant Doctor Robotnik, for example. Right. And then your second world is do you remember the chemical plant zone from Sonic 2? No. No, that's that's the second that's the second thing. It's where you're going through. You know, there's all that slime going around. You've got the no. Goo raising up. I never uh, made it past Green Hill Zone, mate. Right, and the, I hate Sonic games. Oh, I love them. And the the boss on the second wall, for example, is um, there was a game called Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is effectively Tetris. Tetris. Yeah, I remember so, that. So, so instead of fighting the boss, you have to play him in a duel, playing a game of Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. You know, and right. it's the first one to kind of. Wipe the other player out, or you know, clear your own screen off. Wins the uh, wins the boss fight, and it's just it's just like a crazy remix of all this stuff. And what they've done, they've uh, they've released Sonic Mania Plus this week, um, which is a retail version of it with some extra bits in. But for anyone who bought it originally months ago digitally, um, it comes as uh, I think it was about four pounds okay. for the DLC, and it adds uh, kind of a new remix mode with some new levels in. Uh, two new characters. One of them controls like you remember Mario yeah. World when he had a cape. Yes. It, it, it kind of is a flying squirrel and it controls yeah. like cape Mario does. So you can do the you know the bombing up and down through the air. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's just nice to see some stuff, but it, it really is really good. And I mean, for the price, I think it was about fifteen quid when it came out. It really is worth it. Not so, you, so yeah, you just got a bonus review out of there, considering we only had two things to talk about tonight. Hey. So, Octopath. Um, I've heard lots about this game. Every Kim podcast I listen to, they they go into like half an hour of Octopath conversation. I've still got it on the like the demo sat on yeah. my Switch. I've not booted it up. I keep looking at it. I keep go. I start, I go to YouTube. I look at kind of you know Rurikin does a. You must have a look at this game. I get about three minutes into it before I just go, Vimesy, what are you doing? 
this game is not for you and then turn it off back away and move out the, 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 the next day is, I go back and I look yeah. at another one and then three minutes into it go you see I know I know how it's not for you yeah, I know how you play games and I, I have to difference say this game is for you no it really isn't it is you, you play you play in little chunks whenever you get the chance to you know, you sometimes get some longer it's bit, sessions. It's a bit like my sex life, yes. Yeah, exactly. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Although not uh, together. Of course, we'd just like to clarify that. Apart from Monday night. So, what what you can do with this is kind of designed in a way so you can play it in uh, in one hour blocks, if you will, or around about an hour, maybe forty five minutes to an hour. And at that point, it's. I'm not buying it, Clarky. I'm not. <laughs> don't, don't buy it then, but just you know, just listen to me. <laughs> All right. It looks absolutely fantastic. It, it does that. It, it, does it that. looks. It the thing is, it looks better on the small screen than it does on the big screen. Okay, if you say so. I mean, I've seen obviously, I've got, I've seen some like not 4K, but you know, it's proper resolution, real, no, no, real, don't real get resolution right. it, it things, looks, and it looks it lovely. Looks, it looks great on a flat screen TV. Really. I mean, I, I hate. Honestly, I absolutely abhor that kind of 16-bit art style. I don't <laughs> like it at all. I love it. But there's something about this one. I think it's the bit that the way they've done sort of like it's the stuff that's slightly out of focus and the way it reflects oh, in yeah, the distance the and stuff effects, and all yeah. that just brings more life into it and makes yeah. it feel a little bit more welcoming and warm and not just a fucking sixteen oh, bit rip. Yeah, it does it does look slightly softer when you play it on the big screen than it does on the uh does on the handheld screen. Okay, so you, why why do you say this is for me? Because you can play it in hour chunks. I can play any game in hour chunks. Talk to me. Yeah, no, the thing is with an RPG, you, you'll start playing it, and normally you'll think, oh, I'm getting bored of this now, and then you'll inadvertently walk into a scripted sequence that lasts for about 45 minutes until you can oh, save God, the game, yes. of course. That. And this doesn't tend to happen. So you, you start off your game, and you can pick any one of eight, eight. characters. Yes. Yeah, I, I was quite surprised to find out that the word octopath is made up of all their first all names. the first yeah I was yeah. like oh yeah I only, I only and saw they've got some really stupid names as cards. well yeah Alberic yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something like that and yeah, yeah. anyway um, so yeah so you get to pick any one of the eight yeah you, you pick you pick any one of the eight the thing is the the person you pick to start the game with hmm is stuck in your party for the entirety of the game. Okay, so everyone's going to pick the hunter, right? Uh, no, I pick or the warrior. Or the thief. Or the warrior. Yeah, I pick the warrior. Okay. Um, no one's stuck... picking the yeah. scholar. No. Oh, or no, the apocopheri. Apocopocopa. The, apocop- uh, the scholar. Apocopheri. No, the apocopheri. Yeah. The, 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 the scholar. Pick a pick a pick a pepper peppers. That one. The the. I forgot his name now because you said that. The you know the. I can't say it, Clarky. It's like Pugba all over again. The the cleric, the bucky guy, if you will. The scholar? The scholar, yeah. Not the scallop. No, not the scallop, the scholar. The scholar is actually a good character because he's the one with all your offensive magic, if you will. What does he got to swear at people? Yeah, something like that. I did their offensive magic. Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) I broke the fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, you pick pick this one starting character and you're stuck with him either until the end of the game or until you finish his particular story off if you will I think every character's story is split into four chapters right so you'll start off and play this character's opening chapter and this what what, what it does it plays each story always plays out in kind of the same way in their opening chapter you get a bit of the backstory yeah and then there'll be the right this is happening mm-hmm. and this is going to involve me having to go on an epic journey no exactly yeah really yeah so the the, the warrior the warrior kind you kind of do his opening chapter you, you you're uh, you're sort of laying low and you have been for several years in this lonely mountain village and you kind of help them defend themselves against brigands and other and other ne'er-do-wells and after the events of your first chapter you end up thinking right it's time for me to you know go out and see the world I, i'm trying to avoid spoilers I know, here, I know. so, so you, you'll do that and then when you open the map screen up you'll see there's obviously seven other points which are your other seven characters so those yeah so it's almost like yeah. you see you're splitting a, uh, a pie isn't it like a cake slices of cake that, that's it yeah you, you can you can go to them in any order that you want but i think most people will choose Just to go, go either around, one way or another yeah. it's kind of, yeah, kind of like a spiral or an onion so you'll go around take like the first shrink. layer off 
and then but depending on which way you go you might inadvertently keep like accidentally running into someone's second chapter which is quite difficult because i've not even i'm on the last character of the sort of first so, so the, i'm trying to i'm trying to think about how best to explain so the way i look at it the way what i've seen from kind of screenshots and obviously some some map screens yeah. and whatever is basically if you think of it just like concentric circles coming out so the, yeah, the chapter exactly one is the small one is, in the middle yeah. chapter two goes is a bit wide a bit bigger circle then a big bigger circles chapter three and then chapter four is like the last layer yeah but within that you've also got that cut into set slices of eight all the way around and each one of your characters so i think explain this to me because what i don't understand is whether every character has to do chapter one before you can move into chapter two no you can character or i think you can move into somebody's chapter two if you want the, the point is when when you open the map it'll show where the rest of the characters starting chapters are and it'll also give you a level marker yes. so it'll say like got to be level 20 to go into this bit yeah exactly now all of your on the first on, on your first on your, obviously your first chapters they're all nicely spaced out, so you will basically be at that level when you get to them. Right. But if you if you decide, well, fuck it, I've got two people in my party, I want to go and do, you know, my starting character's second chapter. That would be something like, yeah, that's it. That was something like level 25. And unless you then stay where you are and grind for 20 hours, you've no chance of doing it. So it kind of gently pushes you in the direction it wants you to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have fast traveling as well, so. There was one area that was kind of pissing me off, so I thought I'm going to come back to this later. And, and you can pick to go to any any village, and you'll just sort of walk back there, and you can take an easier route to where you want to go. But yeah, it's nice um, as well uh, because it doesn't. I know that they do later in the game from some stuff that I've seen, but your characters, as they sort of join, don't interact with each other really. I don't understand that. Because I, 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 I had assumed, and I think this has caught quite a lot of people by surprise, judging by the reaction I've heard on other, other podcasts and stuff and, and YouTube bits, is that I think people expected, like, each person, you know, when you hear, oh, there's, there's going to be eight people, eight heroes, yeah. you expect it to be, each hero has their own story, but they actually all interweave and, you know they kind of when they know it's it's and it's, it doesn't seem to i know i know no, it's kind of more subtle than that you know after the first two or three that there's there's some sort of sort of event that's happened in the past which yeah. is kind of it's a common event which has led to all these characters kind of being where they are and being in the situation that they are but it doesn't intervene as saying oh you know that that character's out of the other guys obviously these these guys are linked like i say when while you're doing the first chapters, they don't even speak to each other, yeah. and I, I think that's because it would have just completely fucked up the narrative. Because effectively, so I got my first character, and I go into the second character's area. There'll be loads of villagers in their village, and a lot of them have like a white bubble up their head. You can yeah. interact with them. There'll be one particular character who will have like a green bubble above your head, and that's that is the person Maybe. you're looking for. Right. So you, you, what you'll do then is you'll talk to them. Mm. He'll, he, he'll say, he'll be up to, when you find him, he's up to the point in his story where he has to go out and do his little kind of first boss fight. Pro- prologue quest or yeah, something. Yeah, that's it. You've, you've kind of missed his opening bit. So what it will do, it'll say, right, you know, oh, I'm, go- I'm going to do this, but, you know, you can come along and help me if you like. And then, you know, you've got two people in your party. But what will come up on the screen then is, do you want to watch the beginning of so-and-so's tale? And what it will do then, it will just revert back to the start of their tale as if he was the first character you chose. So you so can choose whether or not you want to see the opening to the tale or not. So when you see that opening to the tale, yeah, that that doesn't just show you a cinematic. You have to kind no, of no, go it, through an it, hour's worth yeah. of... No, it's, it's not an hour's worth. What, what it tends to be is you'll get a, about 15 minutes worth of story mm-hmm. and then you'll be up to the point where your character, you know, your other people arrive and join you, if you will. Right. And then what usually happens at that point is something's happened and it means it usually means you have to go to, say, you, say, we'll slightly spoil one of them and say, right, you have to go and teach these pirates a lesson or something. So you'll effectively then have to go a little way out of your village, 
there'll be a cave or some other area that you have mm-hmm. to fight through, and then you've got a boss character. Yeah. And then that's their opening chapter done. But the, I, the way I understand it, and again, I could be wrong because obviously I've not played it, is that every single one of those eight has a very, very similar prologue thing. You know, you start, you get your little introduction, you go through a little dungeon boss fight, and every single one of them. Yeah, the, structure, I, I, the structure is basically the same yeah, it, for those. It, it, it's, it's similar to the point. Yeah, a couple of them are the same. Um, some of them are different because in some of the tales, there's a the protagonist isn't a another person, if you will. It's a monster or something else. So there's mm-hmm. none of the whole conversation with him. You know, you find the monster, you kill it. So there is, there is some difference. But, I mean, I saw one review reviewer saying, you know, oh, it's the same. You get to the boss and it's big boss character and two, you know, two flanking enemies you've got to take out first. And it's, yeah, a couple of them are like that, but they're not all like that. Some right. of them is just your party and the boss. But it, it nicely levels the bosses up to however many parties you, people you've got in your party. Because you've got to keep in mind as well, say, my opening character, when he finds the second character, will probably be at, like, level six or seven. But every time you come across your new uh, a new character to join, they're level one. They're level one, but obviously they level up really, really quickly compared to you, who might be at level ten, fifteen at that point. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know that um, again, without spoiling too much, that to get like the true ending, you've got to kind of have all those characters at finished all of their stories. So all eight stories have to have been yeah, finished, this is... and then you have to do kind of a boss. Um, what do they call it, a boss gauntlet and then you kind of get, which ties apparently that can kind of tie a lot of their stories together and it kind of I, makes I think more it, sense I think what, from what from what I've seen I think what I'm going to do is, what it's going to do is it's going to lay the cards out on the table I think all of that stuff is present, being presented to you as you play but you kind of have to spot it when it's said or think back One to of it. the things that sort of, I again I picked up was that apparently the scholar Mm-hmm he will he hides quite a lot of the lore you can use him to kind of actually unlock a lot of the story even for other yes. characters so if you don't I think the problem is because he's a scholar everyone thinks oh that's going to be boring yeah, actually the thing, he, he's the guy actually, who brings out yeah, that, the story on quite a that lot that leads them. into uh, your character's kind of out of battle abilities yeah so for example Ulbrich the knife who you start with if you see an if you see an NPC with a, a white bubble up above the head, someone mm-hmm. you can talk to, you can go up to them and then this little box will appear next to the bubble. And what this does, it gives you the it gives you the option of using your sort of skill on them. Now all bricks is to challenge them Intimidate to a duel. Intimidate or something. Oh right, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it, what he'll do is he'll challenge a character to a duel, so you can have a battle. To, you know, it's not something you can lose the battle, but you don't. It doesn't game over you. You yeah. just lose it and you can't go back and do it. But if you beat the, if you beat them, you get some nice bonus XP. So is that the one where so each village or something like that you have a reputation and if you lose those challenges you lose your reputation. Then you have to go to the barkeep and say here's some money and it gets your reputation back. Well, that's the thing. I think what lo- I think only a couple of the characters' abilities lose your reputation. Well, the, the thief. This yeah. Well, yeah. The scholar, the thief, and the apocalypse, 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 Yeah, him. Um, so what the um, Apocrypha yeah. Apocrypha what, what, what the scholar and the Apocrypha thing you can do is their abilities is they can kind of glean information from people so you, your scholar guy you press Y on someone and he'll kind of like quickly spin around and then do this like hmm thing next to them <laughs> Okay. It's, re- it's really cheesy it's quite funny and um, what you'll get is a little, uh, you know, a, a brief paragraph saying, you know, this person's blah, 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 blah. They, you know, and it sometimes it opens side missions up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just that it usually falls into the fact that they've either got some sort of some sort of talky skill that leads you information or something that will get you a reward. The uh, <laughs> the girl who does, the, the girl who wants to be, you know, the most famous trader in the world, uh, she... She, anyone she talks to, it usually unlocks them. Oh yeah, I can sell you this item, or I can sell you that item cheap. So how many people? Because how many people do you have in your party? Because I do, you, I presume you drop them in, drop them out. <coughs> can you choose who goes in and stuff? You can only have four in your party. Right. So um, I presume you're going to kind of go right, okay. Depending on who's in your party, you can technically have up to six. 
Uh, but I'll explain that later. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So this is going to go to the job system, right? <coughs> oh, uh, two other characters. The uh, the priestess kind of character uh -huh. and the hunter. Oh, and the sexy dancer lady as well. The dancer, yeah. They, they can summon secondary characters. Right, yes, yeah. So well, they can the, get so one of them can yeah. get a villager to follow. One can exactly. get out of the walls or something. Those, when you're walking around the map, you your four team members are following behind. Well, your three team members follow behind yeah. you wherever you go, or the fifth or the sixth. You know, if you've got those people with that particular skill. So here's here's where I'm. I've got, I've got some concerns that it might get too complicated for somebody who's new to kind of JRPGs, especially with the battle system, because <coughs> I've heard incredibly good things about the battle system. In fact, a lot of what I've gleaned from most reviews and most of the YouTube stuff is that the story isn't that great. It seems fairly cliched, but it's it's doable. It's a passable story. It, it, it is. The graphics story. are nice, but there's the, nothing the story, yeah, groundbreaking. The story's, the story's interesting in that it's got some, you know, the, the dancers kind of story or kind of revolves around sex trafficking it's like well that's yeah, pretty you sent me some screenshots yes yeah exactly <laughs> um, but it's it's like apparently the, the story is relatively cliched nothing you've heard like I haven't seen before the graphics yeah. are pretty but again nothing particularly groundbreaking the music is good but it's again nothing massively memorable and, um, and particularly awesome oh the music really good and the battle system is the thing that everyone stands out and says this is awesome and this is basically Final Fantasy 6 if they could remake Final Fantasy VI but put this battle system in it, this would be the way to go. But I look at this battle system and I'm kind of like, this looks hella complicated to me. It's not. It gradually, because of, because you have to build your initial team up, you're gradually introduced to it. <coughs> and the game explains it to you as well. So some of your characters can use, I'll explain a typical battle to you. So you'll run into battle with your team. Well, just um, before you before you do that, I just want to say because I haven't watched this yet, but I, somebody on I want to say it was either Kotaku or IGN or or one of the big you know things did a yeah. basically took a two minute battle, just mm. a normal bog standard, not a random mob battle, but something like that. Yeah, and made it look really difficult. No, 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 no. But they did like a they they did a two minute battle, and then what they did was they they broke it down so they showed you that two minute battle, and it took them fifteen minutes. To kind of explain all yeah. the options and what you could do and what you might want to do and why you might not want to do that and all that and i find that fascinating but also scary as all hell so the, the, the thing is you've kind of done this before it's a slightly built up version of the system that was in bravely default yeah, but bravely the default i just basically mashed exactly i didn't know what the fuck i was doing half the time <laughs> so you, you'll start off in a battle you'll be up against you know, two, three, four, five enemies. Yep. And all of your characters will, you know, they're on the right hand side of the screen. Mm -hmm. They've got, they've got kind of a boost bar, and one light on the boost bar will be on at the start of the battle. Yep. Which means if you want, if you get, you know, when it comes to your turn, you can take two shots if you want to. Now the enemies on the other side, all have a shield next to the name, if you will. A shield with a number in it, so it might be one, two, three, four. Bosses tend to have something like eight or ten or something. Yeah, ridiculous. and then their vulnerabilities next to it. Is that right? No. Okay. The well, yes and no. There's right. there'll be a set number of boxes next to the shield, and all of those boxes will have a question mark in them. <coughs> right. Until you until you find out yeah, what they're exactly. right. Okay. Now, got you. normally you can only find out vulnerabilities by happening to you know if you hit them you with come a sword. Across them, yeah. yeah. So if you whack them with this sword, uh, character with a sword, for example, a little bit icon of a sword will appear, and you know that that character's weak to that because his shield number will also drop down as well. So every time you hit them with an attack they're vulnerable to, their shield drops until you break their defense? You, you'll break their defense, and it effectively stuns them for one turn. Right. And which point you try and unleash your hell. Exactly. Uh, the scholar... Actually, this, one of the scholar's very early abilities is that he can... It costs you a move, but he will unlo he will open up one of their weaknesses without you having to do anything and potentially waste your move. Okay. So, you, so it's it, nearly it, always worth doing then. Yeah. So it, unless you're in you know if you're if you're in a battle against a boss, a particularly difficult boss, you know it's kind of do I really want to do this? It's going to cost me a turn. So if, okay. So oh god, this is really hard not to tangent on. But let's say I've gone up against a wolf. Yeah. Okay. And I found out that this wolf is. Um, 
susceptible to blades, flame, and dark magic, right? Mm -hmm. I'm guessing there's dark magic in this because, hey, it's a JRPG, right? Um, Are all members of the wolf family susceptible to the same three things kind of thing? No, only that one type of wolf. If another type of wolf shows up, it might be it will, different things. It, it could potentially be vulnerable to. So there's no things. point. Sort of. So if you were going around and you were you were kind of in an area that most of the enemies you were running into you'd already met, it remembered to drop the scholar because you, you don't need his skills. Yeah, you, it, once once you've uncovered them, every time you run into that same type of enemy, they all appear straight away because you already know what their vulnerabilities are. Okay, got you. <coughs> so if so, you were if you were to go up against the boss. And you fight the boss, and you uncover a couple of their vulnerabilities, but you lose yeah, that it, fight. It's, it's Do you pretty... remember what they are when you next time go and fight him? Um, Do no. they change? Do you it's... know what they are? I mean, like you are going to lose against the bosses on the opening eight chapters. No, no, I know, but if, if have you have you got past that stuff? Have you got to a harder boss? Not yet, no. Right, okay. Because I'm just wondering if, like, when if you beat if you get to a boss and you attack it and you find out it's susceptible to two things and then you lose that fight so you As, have to obviously go if, back and do the boss yeah, fight again. Effect, when I know when you die you effectively get game over so I think you'd have to uncover them again but if you kind of already knew what they were. Yeah and they wouldn't change. They, no. Right. <coughs> no that's they fine. They still have the same vulnerabilities. That makes some sense then so, you, so, at, least, so yeah, at least you'll come out of that fight with something that's useful. Exactly. So, so you, usually the way a battle will go is you'll chip down at the shield as long as you stick to doing one attack per turn, mm. your boost bar will slowly fill up. So I think it's to a maximum of four or five. Nice. Hopefully at that point you've knocked all of their shields down, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of write next turn I'm gonna I'm gonna boost it. So what you'll do is when it's that character's turn, you'll tap the the R button however many times you want to boost. And if you use a physical attack, he'll hit the character four or five times. If you use a magic based attack. It will boost the power of the magic spell, right, okay. and it will hit the it will hit them for absolutely massive damage as well. So you kind of want to <coughs> you just basically want to wait until their defenses are breached and then and, and basically yeah, so, shit sometimes, out. yeah, sometimes you don't have that opportunity because they'll hit you with some massive attack that then requires you to sort of start take a step back and heal your characters, but. You'll still be the build boost up if you have to heal the team. It still counts as you made okay. one single move. So that's that's fairly sort of okay. And I presume obviously each of the eight characters has their own set of skills. And then yeah. I hear that you can basically take on the job system after that, which basically means that you can then take on dual skills. So you yes. can like as a warrior take on some you of the dancer have, skills, yeah, for example. Exactly. So, so, so does that basically just enable you to just have the same four people in your party? It but does. Basically, have the eight. It does, but you have to a find those job shrines throughout the game. Right, that's right. Yeah, because you've got to go to a physical place yeah. and unlock them, don't you? Um, and b, obviously, you've got to, you need to make sure ideally your characters are all leveled up, and your characters only level up while they're in your party. So if you ditch someone from the party at level nine, and then carry on playing until you're at level fifty with all your other characters, you'll then have to level that one character up to level fifty. Oh, what pain in the ass! <coughs> I know, but it's also better in a one way because if you kind of if you kind of stick with four, if if you kind of keep switching between them, you can get you can save some money because instead of buying eight pieces of armor or eight weapons, you can just buy four and swap them over every time you change your characters around. Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's like if if I get if I let's I go for the let's say I go for the octo right yeah. as my my first four characters, so mm. whatever his name was, you know, the O C T. O again, right? And then as a secondary job, I go for the path. So basically, I've got all eight characters in those four. At some point, I'm going to want to get the other four, the path, and then have their secondary skills as the Octo. And I'm basically repeating the same. I'm just grinding then, aren't I? Mm. I mean, I guess if the battles are fun, that's fine, but it does yeah, seem like they're I making think, you repeat it for the sake of repeating it. I mean, I think why do they just give you four? <laughs> yeah, I think as you start getting better at the game as well, you'll realise, right, this particular area, all of the enemies seem to be kind of falling along the sign that, you know, they're quite often weak to this or they're quite often right. weak to that. You know, 
finding finding the jobs themselves results in you having to do some grinding anyway. Yeah. I think the sh- I think that you find job shrines around, but I suspect they're in these caves that you keep running across, and they're too high level for you to go into currently. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it is. Oh, it is a great game, and it, it is beautiful as well. Uh, one of the other things I didn't mention is some of your, your warrior characters mm. tend to have two weapons. So it's just greedy. Exactly. So the uh, the trader girl, she has a, a like a, a pole arm and a bow and arrow. So you know that if you come across an enemy that's weak to either of those, you've got that covered because that character can already select between yeah. those two Ranged weapons. And pole, yeah. yeah, and you can. You, you don't have to go into a menu and swap it over. It just lets you flip between the two while you're fighting. Okay. But yeah, the, right. the, the battle system's great. I mean, it it feels like there's some heft to it. You know, attacks make contact. They feel solid. You get a nice solid rumble through the switch. You know, if it, it's like, yeah, I've just fucked you up, man. It's, you know, especially when you're unleashing these brutal attacks. The characters have special skills as well, so these might be equivalent to your summons in... Get like a Final Fantasy game, they'll hit mm. them for absolutely enormous damage if they connect. And yeah, it's just about balancing your team out correctly. But yeah, you can at some point if you if you you're gonna have to grind it anyway, regardless of which option you take. You're gonna have to grind to find all the job shrines, or you're gonna have to grind to level up all your eight characters. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it it just just those opening chapters it's very much concentrating on that one character every time which is why there's not much interaction but well, I presume that's just so you learn this yeah I, I, I know as you kind of start to spiral out into the bigger chapters there's there's set moments as you're walking through the world where they'll you know you'll have the option to all stop and have a conversation they'll interact yeah with they, they seem fairly I mean again I've, I've only seen from from other other podcasts and other videos I've watched and stuff they seem kind of almost supplementary you know they're for a start they're all optional so you have to sort of push the button to trigger them um so you i guess not only could you miss them but obviously i i it doesn't seem to be making a big deal out of it um and they do seem a bit sort of just not not throw away but just kind of like there for color rather than deep meaningful kind of yeah it it's well designed for the system that it's on it's like I say, it's. I mean, good. I shouldn't expect too much, really. I guess. No, I mean, I mean, people saying the graphics are averages. It's average graphics, but they, you know, they've done something special to make it just look stunning, if you will. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play through the demo. Yeah, do. I'll play through uh, at least one character before I, um, you know. Yeah, because you can next week's show. So that carries over into the. Yeah, I ain't buying it, mate. I'm not buying anything to September. No, that's fine. But uh, you know it's not going to drop in price anyway. Yeah, that's true that. And uh, I think there's a shortage of it as well. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Probably some lazy. Probably no, it, it it is really really good. And like I say, if it, it they really designed it well, so it's, it is pick up and play, which isn't something you'll often hear in the world of a. You so know, what? Um, okay, so two two last questions. one. Um, what character should I start with? Do you have a preference? Do you have a tip? A little helpful hint? It's entirely up to you. Bastard! That's not fucking helpful at all, is it? That's it. You, 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 it will give you a brief explanation of what each one is. So well, you know you I'm going to go for the one with the sexy picture. Well, so the hunter then. Probably, because you know me. I always play hunters. I always play fucking LV type people with bows. It's, that's it's like <laughs> what I do. Um, yeah, you, you, might, you might regret that. So, um, hello, daughter. Um, not my daughter, his daughter. Um, anyway. The other question was going to be so, because obviously last week you were waxing lyrical about Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Have you played any <laughs> any Xenoblade Chronicles 2? I haven't, no. And which would you say that I would more. Uh, for you, hands down, Octopath, because there's no way you. There is no way in hell you'd have the time to put into Xenoblade. I, had to, I did say I watched a video of um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I got three minutes into it before I was like, that is fucking hectic. I ain't touching that. Yeah. I, I am going back to Xenoblade as soon as, I, you know, as soon as I've got my money's worth out of Octopath. But uh, I kind of got onto a point in Xenoblade that made a nice sort of stopping off point, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I got to a 
you know, part of the story. It's like, oh, I, I can go back to that and easily remember what's going on. I always on. worry about those games that whenever I stop playing for a few minutes, you know, I put it down for a week, that I just go back to it and be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I had that with The Witcher a couple of times when I went on holiday and, like, come back to it and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Where am I? What's going on in the world? What, how do I make my? How do I? What do I? What? How do I? How does this work? How? Do, why is my horse not going where I want it to go? Um, that kind of. Thing. I'm sure with. Just I'll just quickly check this. You keep keep the audience. It's talking. never far from him, is it? It's never far from horse him. Literally, he's like he's got a holster for it, ladies and gentlemen. It's literally he's like Han Solo's Spilt blaster. It's literally quick draw McGraw boots up the boink. There it yeah, is. I'm sure there's some kind of recap system on it. A recap. Ooh. I think it's previously like little... on Octopath Traveler. Yeah, it's like a diary. Or something. Eight strangers meet in a cunning bar. No, no. Well, it's, it's not Resident Evil Revelations. I, I, okay, that's above my head. Oh fuck it, I'm not waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give the demo a go and see see what. No, happens. dude, it is, it is a really great game, and it, it's you know it. It's something we were shown at the launch of the Switch, and I've looked forward to since I first laid eyes on it, and I haven't yet been disappointed. Did you just, yeah. got, the, you just got the standard version, didn't you? Uh, no, I got well, yeah, I got the standard version, but I got it from the Nintendo store, so I got some nice little collector's cards or something. No, it was a pack of cards with each character on it. Uh, nice. The co- the collector's one, that's that's nice, but. You know, I, I've already... A nice paper diorama. Well, that, that's it. I've, I've already spent enough money on cardboard this year. Yeah, I think they might be taking a piss with that. I'm surprised they get you to build it yourself. You know, push out all the pieces. And... No, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it, it's a new game to the Switch. And, you know, a lot of people are buying the yeah, Switch. Yeah, because it's really short of games, isn't it, Exactly. Switch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember a year ago, just before <laughs> launch, whenever it was, and we just sit there going, oh, I'm, not, I'm a bit worried about this. There's a lot of games for it. And now, and now I literally you just can't you keep trip track over of the bloody thing. store I went I to mean, the store the other day and I was just like yeah. oh, hang on what where did all this come from I mean that I was, I've been looking at that Dead Cells that looks really good yeah. the, I was looking at the pick across yeah but then you know the Dead Cells Metroid type game and then it's like oh yeah. I've got Hollow now to play oh <laughs> yeah I nearly picked that up I might no, go and try really no I won't I that. won't because it sounds too hard for me I'm going to go and um, have a go on because I think it's in the game pass I'm going to have a go on that um or in the blind forest. All right. I'm gonna try that one out because yeah. that's on. That's no, you there's definitely the last. Thing I don't do two two D platformers. I'm shit to them. I'm also but gonna you... go back and play. Um, I was gonna say Quantum Break. It's not Quantum Break. Um, the two D Metroidvania one I love. Um, Xbox 360. Oh, Shadow of the Ninja is it? No, not Shadow. Just Mark of the Ninja. Mark of the amazing Ninja. game. Shadow Complex. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That, that, I'm that's go really play that because that's brilliant. That's been out for ages, but I, do, I love that game, and I noticed it was on Game Pass. I was like, I'm gonna have that down again. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. It's actually I own it digitally, it, so I should. It's just get not. It, I, I don't agree with what people are saying about the story. It's not. Not that it, bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not. It's certainly not a negative. And it, right. if, if you're new to kind of this style of RPG, you probably don't want a big story, plot, mystery heavy well, game. Well, the, the thing is, it. I need something that drags me through it. Yeah. I, especially oh, for a game this big, I need something that makes it. Oh, what happened next? How do you know? I want to see what's going on. This will drag you through it, and I don't think it overcomplicates it because you have to remember, at the end of the day, these people have nothing in common each to it with each other, really. But that's except... what I'm worried about because I'll get to the end of one chapter, I'll go and start a new one, and I'll be like, by the time I finish that character, and I've got to do the eight times, I've forgotten what the first character story was. But again, was. you're following the ring, aren't you? So you're not just going to do every one character's two, three, and four, and then another's two, three, and four. You're going to gradually do all the twos and all the threes. Well, I might do, but I, I just worry that you know, you've got eight characters, eight stories to try and remember, eight weird-ass fucking JRPG names well, well, to remember. Exactly, maybe Plus, Maybe this is why people are criticising the plot because they're trying to keep it a little bit. It's not difficult to follow each person's plot uh, or remember. I'm just them. worried that I'll get I'll get to person six, seven, or eight, and I'll I'll go back to do yeah. no, they're, number they're sto- one. And I'll be like, sorry, you were yeah. what with who? The, the with stories where? are interesting enough to follow, but it's like I said, they're just eight strangers, so they don't interfere in one another's story. As soon as someone's mm. chapter starts, the rest of them are effectively just your battle support. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I like. I, I I kind of wanted them to be like. But they, like I say, they do interact outside of the chapters. Okay. 
I, I guess I'll have to try it and see what I think. Cause, yeah, uh, definitely. It, it, like I say, it's, it's good. The, uh, the, tra- the trader is a good... Uh, she's the one I did an opening for in the demo, and then I kind of... I wiped the demo save I have, so I didn't... I started a game with it, another character, but the trader had quite a good opening story. Okay, that doesn't sound particularly exciting. What does the trader combat with? Uh, the trade is kind of a mixed set of scales. No, she's a mixed character, so she's got shopping cart. No, she's got a pole arm, bow and arrow, so she's an assault character, but she does have some kind of magic abilities, if you will, as well at the same time. So she's a good mix of both attack and. I might try. I might try her then. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have a go. I'll have a look. Um, and yeah, I'll see what see what happens with the demo. Be interested if I can make it through without. Oh, it might be another Bravely Default where I play the fucking demo for it 30 is, hours. It is the Bravely Default team. Play the demo for 30 hours, get the game, and then don't play it. Yeah. That sounds about right for me. All right, fair enough. Well, considering we only had two games to talk about, I think we did all right there. We did yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, us, big ass. We don't need no pet. Have you still got Have you still got Bravely Default on the 3DS? Probably. Physical copy? Probably. It will be physical because basically I always buy my Nintendo stuff physically because I know I ain't going to play it for very long, so I always resell it. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. <laughs> all my all my games on the Switch are all fucking. I always make sure I buy them physically because I I've just been burnt so many times with Nintendo products that I just I, don't I, get on with them, flog them. I I I buy Nintendos first party titles physically for a you very good everything. reason you buy no, everything you buy everything all, all, all of the you know South Park I bought digitally but anything you know anything that's had Nintendo's fingers over it, got, on it yeah always buy it physically because you're guaranteed 10 years you know 5 years 10 years down the line it'll still sell for the same fucking price you paid for yeah, it if not more yeah I know I know alright um, well is it next week Pet's going to be back with us He's going to regale us with all the all the games he's been playing in America, which will be fun. Mm. Um, he's also going to explain the last picture that he sent us, um, surrounded by a bevy of busty beauties. Oh, those ones with the painted on bikinis. Yeah, very painted. Not much in the way of bikini. He also went to the Nintendo store in New York as well. Little git. He could have got me a copy of. Um, I, I suspect. I suspect he tried ringing me from there, but forgot about the time difference. Because I woke up this morning and had like a, a face, a missed FaceTime notification in the middle of the night. Oh, no. And around a, around about an hour later, I had this picture of this Nintendo shopping bag, if you will. Oh, he's not sending me bloody photos of what he gets up to. Oh, you don't, you don't engage with him enough, do you? Shouldn't have to. He should engage with me. Oh. Ah. Just saying. Hmm. Well, fine. Yeah, this. The amount of stuff being released on Switch is kind of it's kind of pushed the PS4 to one side because you know I've got the Switch to play this and that on mm-hmm. you know Fortnite or have you I've now got you know I can now get my multiplayer fix with Game Pass on the PC it's kind of like PS4's pushed aside I can't there'll I can't be stuff see. on there'll be stuff on PS4 I intend to get back on that. What, what is there coming out? Well, I'm going to get. I'm going to probably um, hop on Battlefield again at some point. Um, yeah. I still like. I still want to play Yakuza because I, still, I want to follow the storyline. I I think I need to work out whether I can pursue the main storyline without having to worry too much about the business stuff of it. Cause I, think yeah, the I, I, I don't think there's. I don't think there's anything coming out for the remainder of the year that I'm actually remotely interested in. Well, oh, I was because you know I, you know I said to you I'm not buying anything until September. Yeah. And I actually looked at September's release, and I'm just like, actually, I could probably push this to October. There's honestly nothing that I'm like desperately. And you know me, I, you know me. I don't want nothing. I'm like, yeah. I'll, it just doesn't have to. I want that. That I'll buy a game every week because I'm just bored or whatever, yeah. and I just I want something different. I think Red Dead Two is the only big. Well, even Red know. Dead Two, I tell you what, I'm not going to be pre-ordering it. I don't think. The only game I'll be pre-ordering is probably Battlefield Five, because mm-hmm. it's Battlefield, and I just do right. Um, especially now there's no season pass for or anything like that but Red Dead I don't know I, I'm, I'm hearing rumblings in the junglings about what it might be like and I'm happy to give it till the reviews come out to make my mind up if it's going to be one of those ones where the the, um, the embargo is not till it's actually come out I'll quite happily hold off and wait because if it's that good I'll obviously I can get it digitally I, I can't imagine right. it not sort of no, um, probably not. But I didn't finish Red Dead One, 
Um, and I'm quite happy to wait to see, to wait till the reviews to come out. Like I say, if it's if the review embargo is that the review, you don't get reviews until the game's actually you know out. So release date on the whatever it is. I, I'm kind Tuesday. of still disappointed yeah. with if you're not finishing the original because you. Yeah, effectively, I, did, I did what everyone did. I got to Mexico you, and went. Meh. It's not what, surely that's not what everyone did because it's like you've just got to run a little bit of the way and then you're back into the same kind of missions you've already been doing there's no sort of slowdown there I don't I don't know what happened mate but I, I, I it's kind of it's almost like a meme isn't it I mean you, you talk about Red Dead and everyone goes yeah I got to Mexico and stopped <laughs> I don't know why I just did um, you know I, I got I got no intention of going back and playing it because you know me I don't play old games um, well broken swords all the time but I would recommend going back to Red Dead because it, I, I think it, it, it actually. <laughs> I can't. I gave it to Beastie. I think. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. It still holds up. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with with Red Dead 2. The multiplayer aspect of that might be interesting as well. To see what they do with that. Can you imagine oh. ba- battle royale in Red Dead 2? Yeah, I mean, that would be fun. The, the multiplayer in the original was great, especially with the Undead Knight. Yeah, I never really played it, but um, yeah. I, I heard good things about it, which is the you know the precursor to GTA. But I don't like GTA's multiplayer anyway, so. No, I I loved Red Dead's multiplayer, but I could not stand GTA's no, maybe multiplayer. Maybe it's different then. Maybe it's different. So yeah, I'll, I'll quite happily wait. Like I say, there's not a huge amount coming out this year. I'm particularly excited for. Having Game Pass at the moment means that anything that comes out first party, I mean, it's not much, but you know. I'll get, and then obviously all the stuff with like games with gold, which is fairly short compared to PS Plus. But the PS Plus games that come out, I mean, I'm not exactly starved of games. I got no, shitloads. I've bought absolutely. like booted up yet. So I want to finish Yakuza. I really do. Um, I want to get more invested in Sea of Thieves just because I think that world is beautiful and it's fun and it looks like a really good community. So I'm I'm happy with what I got at the moment and. Um, We'll see how that goes. Next week I'll come on the show and I'll be like, yeah, I bought this and I bought this and I bought this. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, then my. Anyway, until next week, uh, we shall leave it there. Um, and hopefully next week, Pet will be in to regale us with all his tales of daring do's and daring don'ts. Um, until then, you can follow us on the uh, Twitters at Confessional Pod. You can follow me at Vimesy74. Um, you can follow Clarky at Clarky Snap. Um, you can't follow Pet because he's in America, so you get wet. Um, and you can um, email us at gamersconfessional at gmail.com and please do you know if you've got any comments about the show especially good ones that, that would be lovely anything you think would make the, game, the, you know, the show better or anything like that or things you want to want to see uh, improved we're trying to get Pet to watch more Star Wars films so that he can come on and do another do another Star Wars review but um, it, it's a hard graft but until next week thank you very much for listening <laughs> and um, good night bye the Gamers Confessional